Hey everybody, welcome to a new thing that we're doing on Screen Radar. Uh, it's called Dork Outs. Um, we're the film dorks. I'm Tom. That's Nick. I'm, I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. I'm Lucas. Today we're talking about uh, a subject that is related to an upcoming podcast that we're doing, um, which is going to be about comedy and uh, one of the Spoofs major things. in particular, the early right. days. And uh, one of the most important things about comedy uh, that makes it funny and all kinds of other stuff is editing. So we're going to dork out about editing. Yeah, we're dorks. I mean, as far as it goes, like, I think in, in, when it comes to comedy movies, I mean, editing is important, but that's, you know, in everything, obviously. But in comedy, it, ha it has a really special importance because almost all of comedy is based off of timing. You can make an actor who's not funny at all. An editor can make him seem funny because he can fix that actor's timing. Actor's timing. Yeah. We're dorks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like O.J. Simpson was funny in Naked Gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And he couldn't act his way out of a wet paper bag. Uh -huh. You know? I, I, and he just doesn't seem like a really funny guy. Don't know why. <laughs> I think history would agree with you, Nick. Right, but but he's funny in that movie. Yeah, um, funny movie. And also, there's so many like even we're talking about spoofs in the upcoming podcast in that particular genre of comedy. There's so many sight gags, and and obviously composition is really important, but so is editing. So if you talk about what the basis of humor is, a lot of it is uh, setting up an expectation, and then. Um, you have a punchline that usually uh, subverts that expectation in some way. So a lot of what they do in comedy is there'll be a setup and then a punchline. And then um, a lot of times like a reaction or, you know, that, that punchline will lead to another setup and, and it keeps going. But um, for editing purposes, that's that uh, it's really important for the editor to set up the setup and make the audience like, maybe plant a seed of what's going to come next and uh and then use that setup to um surprise them and uh that, that's usually when the laugh comes yeah and um, it's interesting that a lot of early comedy was based off of the stage like vaudeville where there was not a lot of editing you go back to buster keaton charlie chaplin mm -hmm. they didn't really use a lot of cutting no. and editing because it was all in the performance and that's why i think when we talk about the spoof movies coming up it's so interesting because they really used framing editing you know like mel brooks he pulled it all together like he really used the cinematic techniques for drama mm -hmm. uh to use for comedy as well and i think that when you analyze mel brooks i think he was kind of one of the first people to really understand he was a super he was uh, a super comedy. big pioneer and certainly a huge yeah. pioneer in in this in the genre of, of spoof movies i mean he was the first to really do that and it certainly yeah. goes on from there but but yeah when you take a look at any of those movies i mean editing is i just don't i don't see how a movie could be funny without a good editor well and you know and that's the thing about brooks is that not only did he direct it write it produce it uh, act in it he was the editor um he thought that he his belief was that the editor should be the director and in a, in a sense, that totally makes, you know, logic. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, they yeah, certainly I mean, have that power. It makes logic. It yes. makes logic, man. <laughs> it doesn't defy it. It makes it. <laughs> it makes it. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, you know, the, at the end of the day, the a great director will have a great editor. And I do think, you know, when you make a film, it's, it's always said, like, when you make a film, you make it, what, 10 times? You make it in, like, the development. You make it in the screenplay. You make it in the shooting. You make it in the mm-hmm. editing. Like, you know, there's so many ways that the, the film is just created over and over again. And I think the editor being one of the most pivotal roles. And, you know, people like, uh, you know, in comedy, I think that it's rare for somebody to be as hands-on as Mel Brooks. I just, mm-hmm, right. you guys think of anybody else who's, like, is it a comedian director? Uh, well, there, there, there's one uh, recently, which is Edgar Wright. Yeah, um, Edgar Wright is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think he definitely yeah. carries the torch for uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah. He, yeah. Like, and, uh, I mean, I could think of other genres where people do that. But you know, rare comedy. And action, rare, but yeah, but, but it's rare comedy. comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Edgar Wright really, really takes uh, the reins with like, timing and like um you know just uh introducing things in really creative ways and he like brings people in really creative ways and sends them out of frame you know i mean like everything that can possibly be done for an effect uh he has something in his pocket for and he'll throw to it throughout the whole movie and and um i mean it's it's across most of his movies you can see well you know when when you think about it you're right that a lot of people in comedy don't Aren't Am Maverick. I Edgar Wright though? Yeah, you're Edgar <laughs> yeah. we're dorks. But but when you look at those two movies, there is a very distinct um, uh, voice in those films. Like you're yeah. not going to find, you know, when you look at a lot of other comedies um, where you don't have that, you know, it, it may not be as easy to define who the auteur is behind it. But when you look, watch an Edgar Wright film or you watch a Mel Brooks film, there's no doubt. Who made that movie yeah their visual and editing styles are just so uh iconic uh yeah now i mean they would stood the test of time and, and it's and like it, how- in a way uh like Ed, edgar wright's a, a master at keeping up with the pace of today um and he he's got like a lot of really fast cutting and um mel brooks on the other hand would have just equally if not more funny scenes but he would let the frame breathe a lot more um there's 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 lots of scenes in his films where you know he'll just hold a frame for you know 20 30 seconds and you don't see that a lot these days right no Um, but in a way they're spoofing it's almost like they're spoofing different movies though like i give edgar wright a lot of credit he definitely similar to mel brooks is making the movies that he grew up loving and he does them in his own Mm -hmm. style so yeah, he, what uh, Edgar Wright ended up doing is smoothing like Hong Kong action movies or whatever, you know, like yeah. like Hot Fuzz, and he films mm-hmm. it like an action movie with the same pacing and timing, yeah. but then he does it in a comical way, which is incredible. Like right, yeah, I think, and you can't go quite say that those are spoof movies. Um, they're they're more satires. Yeah, of, and it's true. Like, true. Well, of the, like the Young genres. Frankenstein though is a you know what is that? That's like an, it's actually a really good uh, you know uh, horror film in its own right, but it's also right. um, well, yeah. when you and when you turn and tune into the podcast, we're gonna be talking about a lot of these movies, um, and Mel Brooks certainly quite a bit, and uh, talking about kind of how the spoof movie sort of came into being. Because when you look at things like Mel Brooks's earlier films, eh, they're, they're spoofs, but they're kind of it, they're not. You, it's hard to classify because they do a lot of satire as well. 
Right, but so, then the Zucker brothers came along. Right. And, oh, and they just, they, they just they took over the whole idea of, yeah, they spoofed um, they, the most popular they, movies they cemented, of, at the time. Right. They're probably the ones where the 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 verbiage of spoof really came into to play in terms of a genre. Um, I mean, I'm sure the word was thrown around maybe a little with Brooks, but but there's no doubt whatsoever what the Zucker Abrams and Zuckers do, you know? Yeah. And then the Waynes brothers seem to uh, really take hold of it throughout like the 90s. Right. And well, the early the 2000s. Years, Brooks took brothers. hold of it. Brooks's movies in the 80s are... Yeah way more direct spoofs than 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 oh the, sure than like space balls and, yeah. yeah yeah robin hood men in tights mm-hmm. um you know uh dracula dead and loving it was in the 90s and you know but what but regardless um the, there's a di- very distinct style when you watch a comedy film and you know if you really want to get dorky and maybe it's your 10th time watching this movie Pay attention to the way the movie's edited and 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 how how jokes land, um, because you can find movies too where there's comedy movies that are not very well edited, and you're like, I that that wasn't funny. It was sound like it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. Uh, Those movies might be starring uh, somebody whose name sounds like Adam Blander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's Bad and Blander's Bad fans and Blander. out there. Yeah, there's tons yeah. of Bladum. Hashtag <laughs> Bad and Blander. No, but if you look at uh, Mel Brooks, he always also had an incredible cast of characters for every movie. Like he would yeah. get really good, not just comedy actors, although he has you know such a good stable that he went back to over and over again, but also just actors you've seen in other things that were not funny in other movies that would be really funny mm-hmm. in his movies. I think that says something about how good of a well we'll a be we'll certainly be dissecting that because we're going to be looking at like three of his films in our upcoming podcast next Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, if you like what you're seeing here, tune in next Thursday. Next uh, Thursday, we'll be live streaming, and uh, it'll Pacific. be on the YouTube's after that, and Facebooks, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but we're we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the the early years of the of the spoof, which is really the '70s, and that's. Mel Brooks started it, and then yeah, uh, the Zucker, Zucker brothers. brothers and Abrams took it over, and we're going to talk about a lot of those movies. We'll be talking about Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, High Anxiety, and Airplane. of course Kentucky Fried Movie, sort of, uh, yeah, and, but definitely yeah. Airplane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So tune in. All right, it'll yeah. be a good yeah. one. 7 p.m. Because it feels like we're living in a spoof movie in real life now. So <laughs> I've been are. saying that. I've been saying that all year, man. <laughs> Directed by the Zucker brothers. <laughs> Idiocracy has become the least funny movie ever. Yeah, all right. All of a sudden. Yeah. Try yeah, watching right. it again. You'll see what yeah. I mean. Oh, <laughs> Suddenly yeah. a drama. Yeah. All right. Next Thursday. Yeah. Next Thursday, seven, 7 p.m. Pacific Facebook, Standard Time. Instagram, Twitch, right? Yeah, Twitch, YouTube. You know, All those things. you'll find us everywhere. All right, guys. Thanks, Kevin, for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, thanks, all you viewers out there, for dorking out with us. Uh, I'm Tom. Yeah. I'm Nick. I'm Kevin. And I'm Lucas. Yes, you Peace, are. bitches. <laughs> Bye, guys.